I'm Zach. I'm Corinne. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, we've been carrying on for a year. We've done 50 of these, and I'm just finding out now that Golden. you're married. <laughs> I, I am married. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think it's pretty cool. Welcome. Welcome, Corinne, to the inaugural episode of Advice Hot Dog. <laughs> Thank you. 50 is the inaugural, right? Mm-hmm. That's the inaugural anniversary. It's like you get that speech. Sure. It's grand grand pricks. <laughs> How's it going, guys? It's going all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. We've it's had good. a lot of flies in our house. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. I've dumb, slowly been killing slow them. slow flies. Yeah, they're very dumb and slow. It's really hot. One swat will kill them. I'm dumb and slow. You can't, you, can you kill like seven at a time? Seven in one he blow? He killed about like 20 a, yesterday oh, morning. nice. In one blow? No. No. Oh. Two or three in one blow. I think two You're no was my, little my tailor. Limit. Well, they weren't all together. <laughs> I remember then you said it, and then it was like the boy who cried wolf, except it was the tailor who said, I killed all these giants, except he didn't really. What it did he a, do? <laughs> He said he killed seven in one blow, and he was talking about flies, and the townspeople were like, whoa, that guy killed seven giants. We mm-hmm. should send him after the one giant. That'll be no problem. Mm-hmm. And then the giant was like, what? What?" And the tailor was like, I... <laughs> I just killed the flies. And I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then, then some elves made some shoes. <laughs> what are you guys uh, been up to? Well, you know, you telling that story rem- reminds me of what we did last night, and we went and saw uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. What'd you On think? a date. On a date, yeah. <laughs> then we made out a little. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't, didn't, didn't really... Didn't your mother tell you not to be eight and a half months <laughs> pregnant on the first date? I don't actually think she ever gave me that advice. No? No, our inaugural date, but... No. How did she tell you that pregnancies would occur? Uh, my mom put me on birth talk? control when I was um, going to Germany for the first time, even though I had never had sex before. Mm-hmm. And because those German She boys. said, I think you and I should take the dog for a walk. And I was like, okay, even though that's something we don't do together. And then she told me that she was putting me on birth control. And I, yeah, got put on birth control, which I thought was license, right? I think, that's. I think maybe she was trying to just get your, get your mood under control a little <laughs> bit. That's... That's my impression. Mostly she was scared I was going to get pregnant in Germany by a stranger and then have baby daddy issues in Germany like for the rest oh, of my German life. German baby daddy issues. Yeah. Yeah, German is... guys are notoriously irresponsible. That's no actually not that's true. true. I, I, no. no well, I, I mean, actually... I wasn't being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> One German man has been horribly <laughs> irresponsible, but um, uh, all of the German men. Oh, wow. I wasn't talking about Hitler either. I was. <laughs> Why is it that we can't have a podcast without Hitler coming <laughs> well, in? Well, in this case, it's because of Corinne. <laughs> I, you were talking about irresponsible Germans, and yeah. that's. Uh, I feel like Germans are in general pretty responsible, except for the except for like the uh, just roving uh, bands of fifteen-year-old drunk kids. Maybe she thought that's one true. of them was going to get you pregnant. Well, mm, I was with true. them definitely. I was okay. sixteen, so I, I was see. with those. Oh, you were those part roving. of the group. Yeah, I was definitely part of that group. Mm-hmm. And you but, were also drunk, I'm guessing. It, when you were in Germany, did you learn to tie your condom in a knot after use? Uh, you know, I think that's just something that I did. I see. That's the only German men that I have mm-hmm. been around, and you. Well, that's have so done that, that. <laughs> you save it for later. You, <laughs> like, you don't want it to spill I in think your it's pocket. Fairly right. clear that what that means is that it, it didn't work. We've we've been able to conclude that tying a condom in a knot results in you having a baby. No, no, no. After the. <laughs> I'm so confused. Well, you're supposed to, 
Well, first of all, you're supposed to put the condom on your dick, then use it. <laughs> then you use it. Then you take it off and tie it in a knot, not just tie it in a knot and throw it in there. Oh, I thought along it was just with... so, you could, so you could make a, an animal. <laughs> not in yeah, for does, pleasure. You make a, a schlonga. Uh, look at this giraffe. Not pregnant. <laughs> Boy, the uh, the woman who makes balloon animals at the restaurant that we go to before recording video games hot dog is really losing her touch. The last two times we've been in there, she there have been you a snake. there have been multiple. Yeah, it's like what? It's man. She, she must have had a stroke or something, and they didn't have the heart to fire her. Uh, no, the, she keeps popping the balloons, and huh. she terrifies the children. And she disrupts our conversation. You know, I'm really curious to know what restaurant you're going to that has a balloon animalist. Uh, You know, it's super weird. It's just the Mexican restaurant down the street that we go to, which we sit in the bar. And that's where the... I think they are trying to get... They're trying to make people understand that kids are allowed into the bar. It's a family atmosphere. Yeah, Mm. and so they're trying to promote a family atmosphere. uh, There used to be a man playing the covers on a guitar, and that didn't make it so anybody wanted to be there. Oh, okay. And the balloon lady is better. How about this balloon lady? She has never once, even though we go there every week and she always like smiles at us, she has never once asked us if we wanted a fucking balloon animal. Well, huh. next time you demand the animal yeah, go that in. you want, I say, what kind of animal do you want? Oh, I don't know. You I'm probably want a monkey hat. Monkey like hat. Something that half of its limbs didn't get blown up <laughs> because she <laughs> fucked up and popped one of the balloons is the kind of animal I want. I oh. guess I can't have it. Landmine okay. monkey hat. So it seems to me that tying a condom in a knot would mm-hmm. just make it harder to dispose of. I don't know why I think that. I think that the air being trapped in there would create problems. <laughs> Once you take it on a plane, it'll blow up. <laughs> yeah, well, you put it in your carry-on luggage. Uh-huh, well, I mean, what else do you do? Up in the luggage. They say, like, what, take only pictures, leave only footprints. <laughs> so, like, you're sp- like, if you pack it in. Yeah, you pack it out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's an efficient I guess my my reasoning has always been um, when I throw it in a trash can, I don't want the, you know, the the spunk to just flow all over my nice trash. See, I don't like getting uh, exactly. I don't like my hands smelling like a condom, which is why I always just make the girl take it off of me and throw it away. So is that true? I know. He doesn't like, even like touching his own the penis. The most <laughs> awkward thing to do is remove a yeah. condom off of someone else. No, no, no. Else. Use your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's gross. Mm, spermicide. Oh, huh. boy. Yeah. Anyway, so how was Germany? <laughs> it was amazing, and I didn't get pregnant. I just so, this is the, my first pregnancy. So, did you have sex for the first time on that field trip? No. After, like, did you have sex because your mom put you on birth control? Are the Republicans right? No. <laughs> I had sex with my boyfriend. I figured that that was then. Uh, but not and on okay, that trip. right? I was given Later. permission by my mother. Wait, Later, you've had sex when... before with other people? <laughs> yes. Mm. When I returned from Germany, but I did not have sex. You're like, I found this awesome thing. Let me show it to you. It's my <laughs> vagina filled with Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are always Nutella stories when you come back from from <laughs> Europe. So how was the uh, how was the movie? Uh you know, besides it, it Roy wanting sub- to kill the people who were sitting next oh, to us. God. <laughs> it was actually better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was It was surprisingly good. What were the people next to you doing? T- talking at regular volume as if they were sitting on their couch at home. Were they also using their phones? Yes. A little bit, and yeah, looking in the beginning. During the movie. Yes, mm-hmm. and Roy was so angry that he would not let me touch his hand. Yes, <laughs> that's how angry I was. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
You didn't want her to feel the whole can. And, and then Kryn politely turned and asked them to stop talking, and they did. Really politely? Yes. I said, could you please stop talking? Did they? And they stopped talking. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which It worked. It worked. <laughs> I thought he was translating the movie for her in the beginning, which is why I said nothing, because he was letting a period of time pass and then explaining something to her. But really, they were just having a conversation. Or she was real dumb. Possibly. Maybe she was blind. <laughs> yeah, she could have been blind. Well, you I don't know. know. It, it's even if he was doing that, the problem isn't that he was doing it. It's that he was speaking at a regular volume. volume. I mean, go ahead and whisper and say this to whoever you're talking he to. He could have whispered it to a moth and released it across the theater to fly yes, into her ear and get, whisper get the and eagles. Whisper the message. There is a really beautiful troll in the movie, though. Yeah, okay. there is. Who. Well, is it a Guillermo who, uh, del Trollo? Uh, does it have? <laughs> it does it kind of really, look like that. Really tall yeah, and has eyes on his hands. No, <laughs> no, but a lot of things did have it. There are all these mushrooms in the forest that had eyes. Okay, they look pretty, pretty great. Yeah, and also uh, muscles that had eyes. Really oh, I thought you said the mushrooms also had. Muscles. The forest was really the f- cool. Both forests. There's a dark forest and a fairy forest. That's really beautiful. Mm. I also really like that the story was told quickly. Like she doesn't go into the forest and then lives with a bunch of dwarves for weeks and weeks, and then the witch finds her. It's all of it. All of the sequence of events was probably five two, days or two, something. Yeah, two yeah. or three days, something yeah. like that. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's all right. Uh, I have a feeling that it would upset me less than Prometheus. I think I will probably go see it because I think the spectacle will be good. Yes, uh, and it I was have no really beautiful. And it's not. It's I don't know who made it, so it's nobody that I care about. Yeah, and right. it's nobody that anybody cares about. Was really. it? It wasn't McGee who made this movie. <laughs> You know, it, it was someone that I recognized. He I, makes music videos and commercials. Really? The mm-hmm. director? Was it Chris Cunningham? It was not Chris Cunningham. <laughs> no, it was his first film, It's his right? first oh, full-length okay. film. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty great. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Charlie's there in a More so scary. than Prometheus, although I've thought of Prometheus. Yeah, sh- she's in the Charlie's there in a scary and everything. Yeah. Which that's one true. is she? Oh, she's the evil queen. She, she is. is. Yeah. Ravenna. 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 Like Ravenna. a raven. Ravenna. Huh, with the nah. Uh, okay. Yeah, Ravenna. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else What else have you guys been up to besides that movie? Uh, we went and saw a young music concert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we How saw was... Super Stereo, Lauren's oh, yeah, our friend Lauren's band. Isn't she about our age? Yeah, she's uh, 29. She's about Corinne's age. Oh, okay. Isn't, isn't the other guy, isn't the guy we know in the band about our age? He's a little bit older than us. Oh, well, Brian. Good. So yeah. yeah, don't. it's not a young music <laughs> no, but the, the people watching the show. Oh. I mean, they, just what young people they do. They don't appeal to all four quadrants. Uh-huh. <laughs> like er, Earth, Wind, Fire, and... And Heart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they do Heart covers. <laughs> and Earth, Wind, and Fire covers. It's, uh, it's a weird combination for a band. It's uh, a really great spectacle. Yeah, that, that was a fun show. And some drunk lady that... Apparently, Corinne kissed didn't my know, belly. Uh, kissed her belly uh-huh. upon seeing her, and then hugged me like through your clothing. Yeah, and <laughs> I turned around to my friend and said, "I do not know that woman." And she was like, "What?" And, and she like, hugged yeah. you, and she whispered into your ear, "That came out of your dick." <laughs> she did. <laughs> it's pretty creepy. Yeah, it is. Creepy. She did kiss my belly, and then immediately ask, "Who's the daddy?" And mm. I had to point at Roy. Which and then she hugged me because I I thought that you know Corinne knew her. Yeah. Well, I mean, was it was like a crusty old hippie lady? No, 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 no. drunk. She like a midwife? <laughs> no. Or a doula? Um, is that a dola? A, do- a doula. A doula. Drunk, shapely hipster. 
drunk shapely hipster drunk shapely hipster yeah yeah i mean that she wasn't one of those like waif hipsters hipster she was like a burlesque hipster yeah she's got some she might be a derby girl she kind of looked like a derby girl oh i thought you said a dirty girl Maybe. They was it was this in a bar the where there was porn help. playing on the televisions? No. Because that's been the case with most of the young people music I've seen in the last year. <laughs> I don't think they have where any have televisions in there. When we went porn. and saw Eric's band. There, there was, was porn, porn playing? playing? Playing on the TV. That's like when we went to the strip club and Harry Potter was playing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just as incongruous. That made it yeah. tolerable. <laughs> um, well, for you, because you speak Spanish. The rest of us were <laughs> bored out of our minds. Um <laughs> With all the lap dances and yeah. private time. Yeah. There was um, that one stripper that never took her clothes off. It was weird. Yeah, that was pretty annoying. So it's like there was that. She would and just then take there her jacket the, off. And then there was the lap dance where the other, the other stripper just forcibly inserts your fingers into her vagina. <laughs> oh, God. What? Yeah, that was a thing. Really? So it's the both extremes. Wow. And then there was the one At the girl same that was place. and then there was the one girl that was like probably sixteen, so we left. Yeah. Oh. I think that was on a different visit. Uh speaking of Eric's band, uh, we got some uh band name suggestions. Mm-hmm. Uh shall we read them? Yeah, yeah, read them. Uh suggestion number one, a dead Pope hammer. Uh, that's what that's what Troy's I guess that's something about Mormonism. No, it's actually about Catholicism. Mormons want to kill the Pope. I looked it up. No, it used to be a tradition when the Pope would die. There was like a ceremonial silver hammer that you would knock his head with. I'm assuming to check if he was uh, still alive. To make sure he was dead. And uh, you said a certain thing and you did it three times. Yeah. That's not done anymore. Is that the origin of Maxwell's silver hammer? The song? I don't don't know. (laughs) Okay. So then Sean suggests a few that are uh, are Mormon related. Uh, Joseph Smith and Wesson. Okay. I like it. I would also like to add Joseph the Smiths. Uh, to, to this, that's my okay. My contribution. Uh, write that down. Polygamy Yamaguchi. Yes, it's pretty good. Uh, Kingdoms of Glory holes <laughs> or mm-hmm. newfound glory holes. Uh, Brigham Young Jeezy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm assuming that Young Jeezy means something to the youngsters. It's probably some kind of rapper, like <laughs> Rock a Flock of Flame. Except that's this guy's name. I don't know. Sure. Uh, then he also has a few other suggestions which are not Mormon related, which are Boogerwall, Penguin Paradise, JF, JFKFC, and Johnny Baboon and the Red Ass Five. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> My favorite is JFKFC. Mm-hmm. It, it's like K, KMFDM. Yeah, JFKMFDMDMA, <laughs> SPCA, <laughs> CLU. <laughs> I really like Joseph Smith and Wesson. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, I thought that was a I thought that was a sound of disgust that you made. No, I like Joseph it. Smith I like it a lot. It's my favorite. Uh and then the this is part of their old business section. Now. Uh Troy was inspired to rewatch all of the Stargates, uh, which is also something that we tend to talk about. And uh, Timothy let us know that Equestria is the land where all of the little ponies live and not just where Daniel Radcliffe explores his sexuality. Okay. Is that... uh, I never saw Equus. Mm -hmm. I just saw a bunch of screen caps of Daniel Radcliffe's dick on the internet. (laughs) Uh Also, not really. um, Have you ever seen Equus? No. You have. Yeah, I've seen it. Is it good? I saw it in like low-budget Phoenix form at the uh, Nearly Naked Theater. theater. Does a man have sex with a horse? Uh, Yes. Okay. But On stage? A real horse? No, no real horses. All the costumes for the Nearly Naked Theater, everybody's nearly naked. 
depending it doesn't matter what production they're doing um does nearly mean that some of them wear socks well yeah and some of them have on supporting undergarments depending on their situation like oh to that's be the, what it means that went to win the award for best supporting actress <laughs> To to wear the the horse head that was like this huge sort of semi-mechanical thing that went over, you know, this woman had to wear kind of like a harness and a strap mm-hmm. and, and she wore a bra because of that. Uh, um, I, I see. don't know. You know, I hope that one day drunk. when I finally snap, uh, the way that it manifests is me just putting on that horse mask from Comic-Con and nothing else and just <laughs> running down the street. Until, you would need socks until and I shoes on. Hit with a tranquilized dart, tranquilizer dart, a tranquilized Dart, uh-huh. <laughs> like a Dodge a lazy, Dart that had sugar poured in the gas tank. It's just a very calm, tranquil yeah, Dart. It's really, uh, all right, uh, do, all what right. was it? Wasn't there some other uh, other old business, or was that all the old business? No, that was pretty much it. Okay, so there's this thing that says mostly for Roy. Uh, does that? Oh, I guess that's kind of old business. Well, okay, the next one is definitely old business. By the way, Roy, I don't know what it is that you do to produce the documents that you send me, but <laughs> I watched it. They're a pain it's in the, the ass to do. The most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. When, when I put a new uh, operating system on, on my computer, I lost Microsoft Word, so all I have is text. Okay. Which is, and, and I some, can't get but it to somehow do... the things that you send me are in a thousand different fonts, and they're all like so big <laughs> that this was this document was going to be nine pages, and you wanted me to print three of them. And Roy, I can't afford twenty-seven sheets of paper. I'm That's not, true. You can't. I'm not the it's king t- of tough France times. here. <laughs> That's who can afford twenty-seven sheets of paper. I bet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what they, what do they use paper for in France? Hey guys. I just wanted to drop you a line and let you know that the wedding was super great. The weather was beautiful, we secured the venue, and we didn't have a bunch of extra guests. On top of that, we had a bounce castle and Ben and Jerry's make your own sundaes instead of a cake. Also, our honeymoon uh, honeymoon to the Inca Trail slash Machu Picchu was excellent as well. I had a bad case of ow my butt on the trail, but I had a bunch of your podcasts to distract me. (laughs) Thanks for all your help. Siung. Yeah, so the, this uh, was awesome. the young woman who wanted to know what to do, and we responded uh, after her wedding to, oh, good. and yeah, let her cool. know what to do. Uh, I'm I'm really glad that you were able to uh, ignore your new uh, spouse uh, and listen to a bunch of our podcasts while you were on a romantic trail ride. It's what we all look for, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, she also sent us a link to some photos, and it was pretty pretty great. I would oh, yeah. like to go there someday. To Machu Picchu? No, to uh, have diarrhea. <laughs> just to, just to, the, to the land of diarrhea. It's like the land of Dairy Queen, yeah. except it's... <laughs> it's not on TV. They, they don't show it. <laughs> oh, it's just like the different... It's another side. You cross the you cross the licorice railroad tracks, and suddenly you're in the land of diarrhea. <laughs> oh, uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> huh. <clears throat> Uh, well, we, yes. uh, we have a whole sheet of questions uh, that are all about uh, you guys' experience uh, about a whole baby inside you. And, I don't uh, have a baby inside <laughs> me. Many of, us, many of us have only ever had a part of a baby inside <laughs> us. Um, but yeah, we should, uh, we should get to it. We should, okay. we, should, uh, we should shed some light. We should illuminate the, 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 the uncertainty that is in all of our listeners' minds about what's going to happen when I have a baby. Where do we go when we're born? Where do we come out of when we're born? <laughs> and we should we should take care of this. We should we should fix these people up. Mm-hmm. Before that, guys, let's have a cocktail. Okay. Okay. This week's cocktail is the Planter's Punch. Uh, it is basically a bunch of liquefied peanuts mixed with Hawaiian punch. <laughs> um, 
It is delicious. <laughs> yeah, you drink it out of a shoe. Unless you're allergic to Hawaiian punch. <laughs> or penis. Oh, or penis. If you're allergic to penis, <laughs> yeah. it would be bad. Uh, the, the other day on the radio, we were listening to uh, a report about how different schools are starting to not serve foods that kids are commonly allergic to. And mm-hmm. the uh, broadcaster gave a list of things. The first one, which was penis. <laughs> But he just said penis. Yeah, he said penis. Pretty good. Was it Howard Stern reading the news? No, it was on NPR. (laughs) I mean, did Howard Stern get a job on NPR? Oh, maybe. So this is a planter's punch, which I didn't really follow this recipe, but I guess I can read it. Um, Two ounces of Jamaican rum, or orange juice, if you're preggers, uh, and some pineapple juice that we put in before you said you didn't like pineapple juice. So that's pretty cool. Uh, an ounce of lemon or lime juice, a teaspoon of grenadine, a dash of bitters, and then uh, you shake all that up or you stir all that up in a tumbler with some ice. You pour it into a hollowed out pineapple, which uh, hollow. Roy still insists is a thing. Uh, I have I, proof now. Yeah, I guess you do. And then you uh, use a lemon slice instead of an orange slice to garnish it because we forgot to get an orange. And then you fill it up with soda water, and then you drink it out of a fucking awesome Slurpee straw that has a crazy spinning thing in it that Corinne went and got us at the Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. Makes you drink it fast. <clears throat> was there was there anybody horrible at the Seven Eleven that made you lose all of your hope for humanity, or was it more or less okay? No, actually, being pregnant allows you to experience the best of people. Oh yeah. Um. So in the parking lot, a woman asked me, um, "Is that a girl or a boy?" And I told her that I did not know, and then she adamantly told me that it was a girl. Okay. She also had two young children running around the parking lot while she sat in her car, and um, then she told me that I looked beautiful. Then we went into the 7-Eleven, in which a woman asked me when I was due and if I needed help finding anything in the did store. You, did you say, I'm Wait, was she just a customer? And <laughs> bitch, and her feel all awkward? No. Yeah. no. That's, I think that's what I would do. I've been really bad about that. Uh, it's, by, it's by hard. Forgetting, forgetting to you know, just that evil to people. But oh Has anyone been upset with you because you were pregnant? No. No, nobody's what, been why, upset why with me. Why would they be like, what, how dare you take up so much space? Yeah, I know. They're right. upset at overpopulation or something. No, but when I was flying, I, I, I had to fly on the plane, um, mm-hmm. and they would not give me an aisle seat at the red at the counter, even though they told me that they would. So then, I sat in my middle seat until the woman in the aisle seat got there, so that I could ask her if I could switch, and she said, "Oh no, honey, my legs are just real long," and I, <laughs> I was like. Okay, well, I'm, you know, five and a half months pregnant, and I'm just going to be getting up quite a bit, so I... Why Why? Why is know. that? Why, why, do you know, did the doctor explain to you why you have to pee so much when you're pregnant? It's that there's an so, actual human being pushing down on your bladder, and now space. my baby is so big that it is punching me in the bladder, which is really <laughs> awesome, and it has dropped to that position in which it's just closer. It does look kind of like a speed bag. Yeah. Oof. So, how often uh, do you have to pee? Uh, I guess it depends on how much beer you drink. You're supposed to be once every hour. <clears throat> really? Yeah, but I mean a heavy day of drinking, um, and I just pee in the pool more, and then I think I probably pee once an hour. Maybe I've been pregnant for my entire life. You it's could possible. also have diabetes. Oh, you might fuck. just drink a lot of water. I do drink a lot of water. Yeah, that's probably it. I'm trying to drink almost a gallon of water a day. Yikes! They tell you to drink 80 to 120 ounces of water. What, hmm. How many ounces is a gallon? 124. 124. 128. Eight. Yeah, that sounds more like a power. Yeah. Of two. Yeah. Um, computers. 
<laughs> uh, my uh, my grandma was once on the, did this fad diet uh, where it just involved drinking a whole lot of water, which is weird because that would totally work. Like, I, I feel like there's pretty good data to suggest that, like, the more water you drink, the less you eat. Yes. Uh, sure. But she read the thing wrong or, like, did the math wrong and so was trying to drink, like, four gallons of water a day and just got wow. sick from it. And, yeah, right. No, it was that could kill you. Yeah, it could. Uh, yeah. I don't know. My dad just told me that when he was hanging sheetrock when he was, like, in his early 20s that he was drinking three to five gallons of water a day. And that well, if you're hanging sheetrock in Phoenix, yeah, he would never have to use the bathroom. That they would just sweat it out, and that wow. nobody smelled. Like that's how clean they were. They had no body odor because they were just working and drinking water all day, just sweating it out. I thought that that was, I hmm. don't know, a little bit gross, but also interesting. Was well, gross to not have body odor? <laughs> just to be out in the Phoenix sun that much, <laughs> hanging yeah. sheetrock and drinking five gallons of water, I guess. So that's one story that I know about your dad hmm. that's kind of gross. And then there's the one about the guy, uh, the cook at the restaurant giving everybody hepatitis. Right, yeah, which, which my father got. had yeah. hepatitis. That's, pretty, that's a pretty good story, too. Um, uh, because like, when I think about that, I always think of just a Band-Aid falling off of someone into a pot of <laughs> stew. <laughs> oh. That's what I think of. And that, really? that chef worked at two or three different restaurants in Tempe, and uh, like half of the city was sick. It, it was, was like really bad. Typhoid Larry. Yeah. Because it was hepatitis Larry. My dad lost 50 Herb. pounds and turned yellow, basically. Nice. Yeah. It was really mm. gross. Wow. Yeah. But he got better. He did. Now he's, he's definitely gained the weight he back. Lo- and he would he love doesn't to look, lose those 50 pounds. I would describe him as more red than yellow if I had to pick a <laughs> yeah, from being dominant color in, in that scheme. I mean, I'm not an artist, right? I don't know. <laughs> Pink freckles. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, hey, so, how have you been? We we didn't ask you. Um, yeah, whatever. Oh, <laughs> all right. I've just been yelling at dudes and freaking out about things and having a lot of heartburn and not sleeping very well. And I don't know. That's about it. My knuckle hurts. Your knuckle hurts. <laughs> yeah, my knuckle hurts. I think I fucked it up in my sleep. Oh, like three okay. months ago. One knuckle. Yeah, just one knuckle. Hmm. The, on your hand. Y- yes, that's okay. where I keep them. I. I, don't you could have, have toe knuckles. Oh, I've never heard anybody call them that. Oh. I think those are called tuckles. <laughs> um, I've been having shooting pains sorry, in my I left, no left foot. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? I don't know. Foot cancer. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that's probably it. Now, uh, it's just, uh, man, I, I honestly don't remember anything that's happened in the last week. It's just like a like a blur of rage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Kevin moved away, so there's a little streak of sadness injected oh, into the rage. I'm sorry. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. <laughs> what are you going to do without your buddy in the meantime? Uh, clean the house. Uh, nice. Going to clean Because he was keeping you from doing that? Well, no. There was a cat that made everything oh. black all the time. And <laughs> that it, beautiful cat. It was a cool cat, but Jesus Christ, the hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was right. like living with you. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Do I leave a lot of hair behind? You do, actually. <laughs> you do. Oh. <laughs> cool. Uh, it always, but, but it's it always, not on the couch. It always normally. breaks my back, my vacuum cleaner. Yeah, it's not like there are just piles of it in the places <laughs> that I hang out more often. It's not like like you can use. 
Uh, you know, that's probably not true. I could probably run my hands along the carpet behind my chair in my office and come up with a pretty serious wad of my hair. <laughs> wow. I do that sometimes, and it's super gross. And I'm like, why did I do that? You know, if you save that, you could eventually uh, felt it into a small uh, Baby blanket. blanket yeah. for your unborn child. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I want a blanket made out of my own hair no. to exist for it seems like <laughs> it would be a very be, safe place like it'd yeah be it'd be really, very familiar to you really when you're scared oh i could just have it like a linus uh-huh like okay <laughs> security blanket okay yeah this is made, made out of my own hair i you know i could maybe make a little like a little juju uh you know like a, a, a totem <laughs> a, a little, oh sure a little version <laughs> of me to hang on the end of my staff uh-huh <sighs> yeah and if you ever want to punish yourself no, you can use it for those Roy, purposes. Come on, it's not magic. It's oh, just, it's it's <clears throat> psychological. It makes you feel <laughs> makes you feel better. You're like, oh well, you know what? Even if something happens to me, they'll still be this little hair dude. Okay, then what if someone comes into your home and steals your magic totem? They'll make another one. I got a lot of hair, Roy. Hmm, it's true. You're the one that told me this. This is the, the yeah, you do the yeah. predicate of this conversation. Uh, well, yeah. So this cat's gone. So uh, I'm gonna the cat figured out how to open the doors in my house. So that caused a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, the door to your bathroom? The door to the pantry. My bathroom doesn't have a door. You know this, Roy. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm always watching you no, poop. It's gross. <laughs> it is gross. Uh, that's another thing we're doing this weekend is getting a curtain for that opening, apparently. Why not a door? Uh, well, because... It's a strange shape. It, it's really narrow, um, and there's not... I don't know, man. I, I don't want a door there. Okay. I don't even want a curtain there. I uh, like... Looking, oh, you like that? Something? I like watching the neighbor's... Oh, huh, that's Water interesting. I would have expected that you you would have wanted a door. Well, the only time it's a big deal is if I'm single and I have a lady over and I'm like, uh, sorry, I got to go blast a deuce around this corner. I can't close the door or anything. <laughs> so it really is around the corner. Yeah, yeah. It, really, it really is. <laughs> sorry, I have to go make some fudge. And then she gets all excited and she follows me because she's like, ooh, fudge. Because <laughs> oh, they're always hungry, you know. It's... <laughs> Uh, anyway. Single ladies? Yeah, yeah single ladies. Are always, <laughs> I gave that bitch some fudge. <laughs> bitches love fudge. Uh, mostly for Roy, uh, who, who is somebody, writes, A few weeks ago you mentioned getting miniskirts for babies and wondered why anyone would do that. I'm guessing that it is done, mostly uh, done for the mostly cute and stupid reasons. Now onto a little reality. I have a daughter, and my mother-in-law bought her lots of cute baby dresses. Here's the issue, and I did not figure this out until our daughter was walking, and I saw a friend's child in one of the little skirts. Mini skirts on a baby are kind of wrong, possibly very wrong. The problem with this is that the child does not know this. Have you ever tried to crawl in a long skirt or a dress? The best mind ever managed was your basic on-your-elbows army crawl. She got really good at it. With our friend's child, we realized that you can crawl in a short skirt. Mini skirts are a little creepy on a baby, but more functional than a full-length one or a dress. Uh, you know what else is super functional on a baby? What? Nothing. Yeah. Just, yeah. just the diaper. Or not even a diaper. You know, well, just, just inside, a, I think, just I think a caked on layer of shit. <laughs> <laughs> just build it up. I mean, well, that's that, all that, that is good for, for the sun, you know. That's protection. all that protects us from the elements in a state of nature. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I go on my survivalist weekends, that's the first thing they teach us. <laughs> the first thing to do, build a suit of armor out of your own shit. <laughs> I have never tried so that. So that the predators don't see you. Yeah. 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 And bears. Bears, they, you know, you don't ever see a bear, like, fishing fishing in a toilet for food. They're always going for the garbage can. <laughs> and that's not where you poop. Good, good point. Yeah. <laughs> this is a flawless plan. Uh, so you think you're going to, uh, do you think you're going to, if, if your baby is a boy, are you just going to give the mini skirts to a girl baby? Or are you going to have another baby real quick so you have something to put in the skirts? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, I'm going to make puppets out of it. Oh, wow. Okay. Puppets. Puppets. Put... Okay. Sure. <laughs> no, we're not going to use those mini skirts. It could be teddy bear clothing. Sure. Which is also creepy. If you want to make a teddy, a teddy See, whore. Seeing a mini skirt on, on a teddy bear? That's supposed to be cute? So. I don't think that's creepy. It just seems like, I don't know. It's either like a dress or a shitty belt. Depending on how big the bear is, right? Yeah. And how big the skirt is, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's not like... It's kind of the ah, size of a that baby. Because if you see a naked teddy bear, you're not like, ah, oh, what a slut, right? You, so it's not like... Uh, which is the same with the baby, too, right? When you see a naked baby, you're not... But when you see a, like, scantily clothed baby... Yeah, it, yeah, it seems a wrong. A baby in a bikini... Yeah, I don't like. Uh, yeah, I they don't make like that either. Thongs they they made that girls. whole movie about the bikini baby, <laughs> that Willow <laughs> movie. <laughs> Indeed, they did. <clears throat> have you Have you seen that? You've seen that, right? You've seen Willow. Yes, I've okay, seen Willow. Okay, Dana hasn't seen Willow. I don't think Dana's seen Willow. Okay, that's my mission in life: is to make everyone see Willow. I haven't seen it in years and years. I haven't either. Um, I, t- I did today order the first DVD that I have tried to buy in a really long time. Uh, the name of the king a dungeon siege tale which is a really terrible uh based on a really awful video game movie that came out but here's what's good about it okay it's got uh it's got jason statham mm-hmm. it's got uh it's got matthew lillard who you know i'm a fan of yes and uh it's got burt reynolds in it as the yeah. dragon sorry for people who listen to the other podcasts uh, that i won't shut the fuck up about this movie or matthew lillard uh <laughs> hopefully by next week I'll, i will have uh, seen it and we can all report we can all report in on how we felt about it so uh your make a wish would be to meet matthew lillard wouldn't it mm, i wouldn't say that i mean i i think that that is a f- that is an aspiration that is fairly well within my reach i think yeah i feel like you I, could I, I, just call matthew lillard well, no, and he would I mean, come meet you for lunch right that's now probably does not. he live in that's Mesa? Prob- probably not true uh but i could imagine a situation later in uh-huh. life maybe my career goes up a little bit his goes down a little bit and we'll meet in the middle <laughs> okay. for a sandwich yeah. Uh, on, yeah, on your no, first I, trip yeah. to the so moon. yeah I don't think I need cancer to meet Matthew Lillard I think I could I mean you know it might just be like at a comic con where you go and it's like oh get the autograph of the guy from Wing Commander alright he was in that yeah I, I had gotten him confused I had mixed up his character from Wing Commander with Jake Busey's character from Starship Troopers oh, and I looked mm-hmm. like a fucking fool on the podcast yesterday talking about this wow wow you don't yeah. usually do that I know you look like a fool now I just <laughs> admitting that mistake i know mm-hmm. i'm sorry guys Ugh. uh should we and, should and we, with uh, your mustache shaved <laughs> no way i look like i look like a like a farmer i don't think i actually look like a farmer uh, you know i've gotten so used to this that i don't even think of it as weird facial hair anymore and it's uh, every once in a while it's when a i bit see weird. somebody that i haven't seen in a while uh, they're like dude what and i'm like what what's wrong with your do face I, do i have something in my weird beard <laughs> oh right uh Dear non-Zach portions of Advice Hot Dog, although I love you too, Zach. First of all, congratulations on your impending child. I wish you many days of sleep and plenty. How did you decide to have a baby? I've always wanted kids, but I felt that I wanted to wait until my partner and I were in a place financially where it was feasible. People have said that is impossible. What factors did you both look at when deciding to conceive? My partner and I are both in our mid to late 20s, and I'm finishing up grad school this year, so we wouldn't be having a baby for another few years at the earliest. But I think it's always interesting and helpful to hear what other people's thought process was going into such a big decision. If you didn't go through such a process, what do you wish you had considered before getting pregnant thanks love the show and good luck babyless in boston 
Um, I would have to say that, you know, this truly is a wish. I wish we were younger. Well, I wish I was younger. You wish that you were younger. Mm-hmm. I'm 28. Yeah. Just in general, you wish you were younger. When you when sort of, I kind of wish that I had had a baby if I had known you when I was like 19. Mm-hmm. Or something, yeah, me too. Right. <laughs> but um, only because I think it's you. You think about it less. And it's easier on your body. It's also, it's easier on your body, and ignorance is bliss. You don't you don't think of all of the possibilities, mm-hmm. maybe of the things that can go wrong. But, but then you miss out on your whole 20s. You're yeah, but then you get it back when you actually have around. some cash and time, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And and you're coming into your sexual peak as well, a as woman. A lady, as, a, as, a, as a lady, as a, yeah. as a woman. And then you ditch, you, you ditch your baby daddy and find some 18-year-old to knock you up a second time. <laughs> and you're like, wow, that was a really dumb idea. <laughs> Women are bad at midlife crises. <laughs> um, I'm I, assuming that's what you would think. Uh I mean, first of all, we have a lot of money, right? So this is financially feasible. We've waited till that point of time where we just have so much money. We don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, we're essentially weaving (laughs) dollar bills and hundred dollar bills into baby clothes. Yeah. When I asked if you were using uh, cloth uh, diapers or or disposable diapers, you said money. (laughs) We've just been buying sheets straight from the mint that Mm. we can use as little Mm. swaddle blankets. I mean, it is made out of cotton. Um, Yeah. No, I I told you that I wanted to have a child Mm -hmm. and that I was no longer scared. And that was a really big step. And oh, just, and also, I haven't been taking my birth control for the last year. <laughs> I have. I. I went. Uh, the first thing you got to do is go off birth control, and I would tell all women to get off their hormonal birth control. Anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, but especially if you'd like to get pregnant sooner rather than later, because there's nothing wrong with condoms. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I yeah. I uh, agree with that. Also, I don't. I, I feel much better with condoms. Hey, you yeah. know what's more effective than condoms? Withdrawal. Abstinence. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Withdrawal. Yeah. Honestly, God, the data is there if you do it right. <laughs> this, listen, this is my advice to you, kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> Learn about listen it. Listen up, teens. Learn about it. Do it right. Yeah, Only but... with somebody that you don't that doesn't have AIDS. So that's one. That's one part of the advice. Sure. Uh, it only works against things. pregnancy. Yeah, condoms. Uh, condoms <laughs> don't protect you against AIDS either, because uh, AIDS is like a bullet from God, and God hates condoms. <laughs> so if you if you use a condom to have sex with a woman uh, that you're not married to, eventually you will trip and fall on a dirty needle and get oh, AIDS. Oh, and get AIDS. Or uh, there will be one on what is it? One of the buttons? No, inside the coin slot of a payphone. Uh, there'll, there'll be, be some AIDS, AIDS? an AIDS infected needle yeah that's a thing so if and then people on the are buttons, checking for on the change buttons, there's LSD oh yeah so you're fucked you're like wow not only do I have AIDS but I am freaking out about it <laughs> tripping balls <laughs> yikes um, you know my my decision making in this was to even though I was very scared and still am was to uh, trust your judgment more than anything, because I still don't feel financially stable or sound or, you know, there's still more that I want to take care of. And I realize now that that's never going to be Yeah, there's uh, never over. a perfect time. And and that, that's the advice that I've heard the most. And I, I think it is true. I mean, I feel that way. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what else we thought about. We have, a, we have a home. That was a really big issue sure sure yeah uh, and a place it's got a sweet, to like it's keep got a, a baby sweet death trench in the backyard <laughs> yeah, it, has <laughs> a, it has a 
giant hole that at one point in time held 21,000 gallons of water. But yeah, now, I've been uh, throwing all of our light bulbs in there. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I was going to say, I've been, I've been saving rusty up my razor blades. pointy sharp, pointy, uh, pointy sharp sticks. That's what, I, that's what I've been saying. So there's the pointy, pointy ones sharps. and there's the sharp ones. But every once in a while, when there's, <laughs> there's that perfect storm, then I, I put that stick in a bag mm-hmm. and it says Roy's, Roy's yard on it. Roy's baby hole. You know, you know, I keep thinking, I keep evaluating whether or not I would feel okay about having a kid, and I feel like I am I am financially okay to have a kid, but if I had a kid, I would immediately no longer be financially okay to have a kid. Why is that? That is my that is my feeling about it because I just I feel like my my sort of solvency money-wise has always corresponded pretty much exactly to how much I work. And so I just I would not feel comfortable continuing to work the amount that I do if I had a kid because I would just be like a shitty, you know, a shitty absentee dad. I, I think you would just uh, rearrange your schedule. Well, I, I don't think that there's a lot of rearrangement. I, I th- to be well, had. there is. The thing is, is that little kids aren't awake from, you know, eight o'clock on or earlier. So you would work in those no, times. No, they wake up at like six o'clock in the morning, and then they they, they spend the little kids, as I understand it, are awake about twenty hours a day, and they never stop screaming. <laughs> <clears throat> you may be right with that. I, they no, have to stop true. screaming to eat, mm-hmm. and then, or so they say. Yeah, but I'm assuming so. that if I had a kid, it would be like a test tube baby where I just cloned myself, uh, so I wouldn't be able to feed it. Right, so it would just have to be like I would have to send it out to hunt. <laughs> there would be no woman involved. In yeah, this. probably not. Wow. Be, no, and then and then some catastrophe would befall us, and all the women would die, and then I'd be like, "Shit!" Yeah, you made that happen. I, I, there is now only as much porn as there was up until now, and there is never <laughs> going to be any new porn. <laughs> the, the, that that's would be the, the great tragedy. All of the, yeah. No, sorry. and your glasses break. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. How about another question? Oh no, actually, uh, we forgot we forgot to do the segment of the show that we call topics. <laughs> Today's topic. Oh, right. it's, it's almost as though this is really stupid, and we don't remember to do it. Uh, today's topic. Should we stop? Drug I mean, dealers. Drug no, we shouldn't stop. Oh, okay. It's, I, it's you want it to be a I, thing. The, the more rigid the format, the better we do. Mm-hmm. Creativity loves constraints, Roy. Uh, what what do you think about drug dealers, Roy? You, I, or did you pick this, Corinne? I, don't I know. did not pick this. Okay. Uh, you know, I think drug dealers are really lazy. <clears throat> Why is you that? You know, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. And um, it's because, you know, so I get up and uh, after a leisurely few hours of doing uh, home <laughs> things, then I go to work. But I actually leave my house and go to uh, a job somewhere. You know, unless I'm working at home. But all drug dealers are mostly working at home. And I, I think that that's kind of a problem. Right. W- would you want to do on that level and uh, style? Right. I mean, I have you known many drug dealers? Mm, a few. I mean, I've known a couple. Like, I guess they did a, f- a bit of commuting. I think I've really only known two guys that I would have described as drug dealers. And that was just because they were guys who would like occasionally go home from college and buy like i don't know four or five ounces of weed and come Mm -hmm. back and resell them to people Mm -hmm. but and i think that's a little bit different 
I was thinking of the apartment complex near our house that has a few drug dealers. And, you know, I feel if I was a drug dealer there, I wouldn't want to take my work home with me. I would want to go somewhere, sell my drugs, and then go home. Right. Like I don't want people showing up at my house. Store. A drug store. So you'd stand in front of the CVS. I don't think a lot of people, I don't think that they're dealing from the complex so much as that people come to get drugs from the, like, kingpin. That mm-hmm. lives in the complex, and then those henchmen go out, right, and deal. You think? Can, you think? King yeah, it's a really shitty complex to have a kingpin. Uh, he's uh, apparently one of the biggest drug dealers in Arizona. Maybe he's just really? and, yeah. In that and complex. When I mentioned to my friend who works for the attorney general's office, he was like, "I know exactly where you live. You live on our cross streets." <laughs> Where, where, he might be listening. Where Kingpin. Are you sure it's not just a guy named Kingpin? <laughs> Mr. Kingpin. Pin. He actually just sells Senior Chinese Pin. food. <laughs> and um, he said that that guy is has been on the radar for a very long time and is one of the largest dealers in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Is so. It, so is the shitty apartment just a cover? Or does he have a? Does he own all of the apartments and the ones that are boarded up are Possibly. secretly an amazing mansion inside? Oh. I don't think that there's an amazing mansion. I think there's a lot of low-level uh, sort of like skis balls that work for him. And, that and come... families. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. I don't know what's going on, but hmm. it is. Adorable swearing children. Yeah. I, I think it's just lazy. <laughs> and dogs without cars. If I was a, a drug king kingpin, uh, I would want to. You know, have have my home somewhere else. I think I would want like a swimming like pool that. with ladies there just all the time. You know, mm. like you'd come and yeah, they'd sure. work in, they'd work in shifts. You don't want them getting all pruney. <laughs> <laughs> so their work would be to hang just out hang by the out. pool. Yeah, hang out by the pool. Is and that I would, it? I guess. Yeah. Light dusting. Know. Nothing. No. Yeah, just they splash each other. A little splish stay, splash. Stay clean. Okay. <laughs> That's mainly mainly what I want. Stay clean. Yeah. Splash. Stay make clean, out by ladies. The pool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, like a, you'd have like a slide and then every once in a while you'd come out with like, I don't know, big plated drugs. <laughs> I don't have any idea. <laughs> and they'd flock if around. If you were going to deal drugs, what would you deal? Boy, I don't. Gosh. <laughs> like the, the good drugs. I mean, you know. The drugs but, that the kids like. Video games are like a drug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in a way. <laughs> yeah, I you are. Sort of I make, doing that. Pusher. I make new drugs. No way. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a manufacturer. I'm a chemist. Hmm. You're like the the Brian Cranston of video games. I'm like the Brian Boitano of video games. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> what was Brian Boitano dealing in? <laughs> wishes coming true. Dreams and wishes. Uh, with a strange life form growing in your body now, how worried are you that it will burst out of your chest instead of exiting in the normal way? Sincerely, oh. face hugged in, face hugged in Philadelphia. Hmm. Uh, Do you ever I, have any dreams about You know, that wasn't a fear until just now. <laughs> um, now that this baby is big and is running out of room, um, and it really does feel like a, like you swallowed an alien, and uh, people always want you to compare it to something. Is it like when you ate, eat bad food and then you can feel your stomach growling? And I'm like, no, it's like... It's like you swallowed an alien. It's like when you <laughs> swallowed a live cat. Yeah. yeah if, and it's still alive. If there was a fish that lived inside of your stomach, if those of you who've been fishing before, like still floundering around in your hands. you know, Oh, it's, is it a it's flounder? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. But um, they, I don't know. I don't know if it's a real fear. I definitely did not go see 
Prometheus <laughs> because I was going to be scared and I knew that there would most likely be some chest bursting or possibly an extremely gross uh, There was some scary gross like a self-administered uh, C-section. Yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. not yeah. precisely self-administered but uh, so I have a feeling that if I if I had a pregnant lady I would every single night have 10 dreams in which some sort of fucked up monster came out of her. Really? That's just how I that's just how I think. Given the number the number of my dreams now that are about something going wrong with the chickens that are in my care <laughs> that is exhibited by them just like laying crazy fucked up like giant black eggs with tentacles and oh shit. Oh my god. Like really? Yeah, I didn't and know this. This only, you know, it's like that's how that's how it happens. And so I feel like if I had a baby, if I had a baby inside a lady, Oof. I would just I would not be able to stop having horrible fucked up dreams about just crazy fucked up monster birth <laughs> and it would suck. Huh, I you know, I've never considered that. I've ne- I haven't had a never dr- had. dream about that. Uh, <clears throat> Do you so tend far? to have dreams in which uh, particular anxieties manifest? Sometimes. You know what normally happens is um <clears throat> I will just wake up. Without a dream that I can remember. I'll just wake up and and be be thinking about about the particular thing that it is. The only thing that I've thought of Corinne having is a cat. I know. Both of us have. I had a dream where I had three kittens instead of a baby, instead of a human baby. And then I had a dream where I had uh, three tiny babies that were born in individual amniotic sacs and um, birthing classes were there so that you could learn how to pull the sacs open or else your baby would just start to like suck them in and 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 start to die. Huh. So you had to take these classes if you were pregnant so that you could like learn how Quick, to no window open up the sack. remove wow. the sacks. Like when you hear the popcorn kernels popping. <laughs> just exactly uh, like that. Right, just don't even turn it off, just pull the door open. <laughs> hmm. How okay. has pregnancy changed the way that you interact with each other? For example, has it changed the way you share housework responsibilities? Do you spend more or less time together now, or does Roy have empathy pregnancy? In short, how has pregnancy affected slash changed your relationship? And that's from Jesse. Well, I do look more like I could have a baby. <laughs> that's actually not true. I think you've actually lost some weight. but um, From the fear. Roy is... Um, much better at doing things around the house than I am, just in general. In general he yeah. is my chef. Did and you? Have, you didn't have to stop changing the litter box because Roy always changed the litter box. No, and there's Although no litter just, box. We don't have a litter box. Goes outside. I do the laundry. Why are you shaking your head? I mean, I really that's like great. Doing the laundry. Yeah, do you, for do you, you, do you like? I'm sure all the people in your neighborhood with sandboxes love that their kids all have chlamydia. <laughs> we have a giant hole in I our mean, toxoplasmosis. <laughs> chlamydia. Our oh, cat does also, not have chlamydia. You're probably in your neighborhood giving chlamydia to all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fucked up version of the Easter Bunny. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really messed up. The chlamydia truck. <laughs> So it hasn't changed at all? Uh, no, no I mean, it, ha- it definitely has changed. Roy said today that um, I'm letting him take care of me more. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's one thing that has definitely changed where uh, normally she doesn't really like me helping her out of the car or opening, opening doors door. for her or generally doing anything <laughs> that um, is yeah, you know, it too is chivalrous. Roy will – it drives me nuts every time I go anywhere with Roy. Mm-hmm. He will – 
go and unlock the passenger side door of his car and open the door for me instead of just going around getting in the car and then letting me in from the inside like a fucking guy would do. But that seems like I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It bothers us and you just don't give a shit. And so you're going to do it every single time. And you know what? There are probably things like that that I do to people. And I guess this is my comeuppance. (laughs) My favorite Mm -hmm. is that when he waits to close the door for me, even though like that requires me to like pull my foot in sooner or adjust my when yeah. I can just close the yeah. fucking door and be under a lot less own. pressure. Wow, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of truths here, <laughs> Roy. There's nothing. There is nothing that I can possibly reveal to you that I haven't already told you a hundred times. <laughs> Likewise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um. um Roy's a sap no. monster. Do, do your um, no? They don't know. They don't that. know that. Okay. A what? It, Roy's very sappy. Um, she means that I express my emotions and I have feelings. It's true. Oh, because you're gay. <laughs> Not only gay people have feelings. No, no, but, no I know that, too. but I'm saying only gay men express their feelings. <laughs> oh, I see. You're, you're missing my point here. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how our relationship has really changed other than, I think... um, You being very ready and me still being uh, afraid? No, no, no. (laughs) I think that um, on a level that we don't know yet, we've become much, much closer. Mm -hmm. I guess. Without either of you being aware of it. Even now, as you're saying (laughs) As I'm saying it. (laughs) Um, And that uh, it feels really special. Which is cool because it's so commonplace, right? I keep thinking this is how all of us get here. Yeah. And, you Happens know, all the time. Yeah. Every, and when you're pregnant, you see all these pregnant women everywhere. You're like hyper aware they of them. They are everywhere. You know, what's really strange it's is like that. like when you get a new car. You yeah. see that model everywhere. Yeah. I'm starting to realize that from now on, it really doesn't matter what I may accomplish in my life. Like people will, will always be more impressed by having kids. Hmm. Yeah. That, now I especially don't want to have kids. <laughs> F that. Uh, is it true, says Andre, that pregnancy discomfort is equivalent to a little bit of gas? No. There's a little bit of gas that is the same as an alien that you <laughs> swallowed that makes you have to pee every 45 minutes. Yeah, this baby weighs almost seven pounds now. and um, I've had some pretty bad gas in my day. I, I bet I've had seven pounds of gas. Wow. I'm so sorry for you. Seven pounds of gas. Remember that time when people kept asking me when I was due? And I was like, look, I just have to fart, okay? Like, I mean, I'm due as soon as I can get out of this church. I I don't think I do remember that. (laughs) When you were pregnant with gas in church. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very clear memory for me. Um no, pre- pregnancy discomfort now has a lot to do with the fact that my pelvis is splitting apart. Oh, yeah? And um, that you can physically feel that and feel the head of a baby dropping down towards your vagina. Wow, is that really a thing? Like the pelvis, your pelvis widens? Yes, 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 Because I yes. thought that was pretty much hard and made of bone. No, your entire body releases a loosening agent in which all of your joints are looser than they used to like be. vinegar. Yeah. Like it's like your bones are all soaked in vinegar, so they're just like a rubber bone. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I don't think that actually happens. <laughs> it's pretty awesome though. But I can feel my my actual pelvis pulling pulling apart from itself. 
That's awful. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Wow. And sometimes I'm like a turtle and I can't get off the couch or mm-hmm. the bed. And I you also drop things a lot. And I drop a lot of things. Uh, you haven't been like working your biceps. You've been doing a bunch of like <sighs> curls with barbells to get used to tossing a baby around. No, I did buy little tiny weights. Oh yeah, three pound weights. You power. <laughs> you get a power walk with them. I probably will do power, some power walking. Power I mostly do like arm circles with them. Ooh, like the Chinese people calisthenics. Yeah. Awesome. Raise them above my head and so forth. Hmm. Roy, do you think you're going to get stronger when you have to start lugging a baby around all the time? Uh, possibly. Here's what I think you do. You tie the baby's fingers together so that you can just use that like a suitcase handle. Oh, right. Okay. Or you tie one of his arms to one of his legs and do it that way so that way he can, you know, be on his side. Sure. Because you're not supposed to have babies thoughtful. right side up. <laughs> uh, I would just want to put some kind of harness, harness that has a handle on the back. Oh, you know what you could do? Get, right. that would be get a harness for the baby that then has a string wrapped around it and learn to do yo-yo tricks with the baby. Ooh. Oh. Yo-yo mm-hmm. baby. <clears throat> this one's called Walking the Baby. Yeah. This one's called <laughs> Around the Baby. Um, I don't know any other yoga tricks. <laughs> yeah, much me it. either. Yeah, I don't this think is exhausted the, my... No, there's the baby cradle. <laughs> there's the... Right? Here or comes the... the guy from Child Protective Services. See, <laughs> <laughs> spend a few years in jail. Uh, what would it take for you to actually name your child Dick Baby 4000? Kickstarter, anyone? <laughs> this is Ryan. And then uh, so Tim says, my question is, are you pissed off at Zach for naming your child Dick Baby 4000? No. Yeah, what are your feelings about this name? Zach's going to name this child whatever he wants to. So if this child is Dick Baby 4000, then that's what it's going to be. But I, I just don't know how committed... Um... Listen, if the child turns like 25, decides he wants people to start taking him seriously... I will be willing to start referring to him as Richard Baby 4000. <laughs> but he's not allowed name. to be pissed off at all of his friends who always think of him as Dick because that's what he's always been. <clears throat> I thought you were just going to up the number to 5,000. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. That's all you get, kid. <laughs> like you're 25 now and you want to take things seriously. 5,000. All right, Dick yeah. Baby 5,000. Until you can grow a mustache. I don't know. I think if it's a girl, it's going to be a real problem. I think that that's an issue. I don't think it's a very ladylike name to be called Dick Baby. No. But... It's a leading name. Yeah. Larry writes, please explain your feelings about facial hair in general and Roy's in particular. Is there any facial hair decision Roy could make that would threaten your marriage or lead him to being <laughs> drugged and shaved non-consensually? <laughs> you no. Like, you like a beard. I love, I, I love the beard. I love the mustache. Mm-hmm. I like to use the verb that somebody is wearing a beard. I don't yeah. know. I grew up with that. Yeah, that's pretty good. And um, I don't... Or you keep other, a beard. Yeah. I, like, when I ask somebody, does he wear a beard, they look at me funny. But that's what I grew up... I, my dad has a beard. Has he has, always had a beard? Yes. Has your dad I, ever shaved? Once. I saw a picture of your dad when he was younger and didn't have a beard. That's true. He did not have a beard when he could not grow facial hair. Okay. And then maybe for two years you were not no, allowed... No, I didn't mean like a picture of him when he was a baby. I meant like, <laughs> you know, maybe he was like a teenager. You were not allowed to wear a beard and play sports in the late oh, and 60s. Big, big and he sportsman. played football, basketball, baseball. So um, he had to shave and he wore big lamb chops, right? Mm. Like huge sideburns. That was chops the time. Until he could just grow the beard. And then it became the hippie beard. And went down to, like, his nipples, I would say. Gross. 
Yeah, that's like how it was when he married my mother. And then he trimmed it up. And I've seen it. I've seen his face shaved once. I was seven, and it was terrifying. When he had to get chin surgery. I don't know why he shaved it. Just to see what it looked like, I guess. He has a horrible scar on his chin. From what? Hepatitis. Uh, attempting to impress a woman, a young woman. They were in eighth grade, and um, holding his breath until he passed out on the concrete. Oh. <laughs> and then waking up in his own blood. He curved himself. With a split did chin. It, did it work? Uh, and that, I do not and think, that girl was my mother. <laughs> I do not think that um, she was impressed. Well, I bet she was impressed, just not in a positive Maybe way. Maybe with the amount of blood that is spilled from a split chin of a, of a 13-year-old boy. But. That's interesting that, that one would choose a way to impress a lady is, um, I can hold my breath till I pass out. Yeah, I mean, that seems more of a way you yeah. would like throw a tantrum if you were two. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> you know... Uh, I don't know. Many 13-year-old like, boys are not good with ladies, I feel You don't like. think? Yeah. Sure. I mean... <laughs> Roy thought that girls would like him if they could just see him sleep. Yeah, but I didn't think that when I was 13. <laughs> you think that I, now? I thought... Looking back, you're like, ah, oh, that would have been the trick. <laughs> I thought that when I was younger than 13, and now I think that. <laughs> I mean, it seems to be working. Yeah. Yeah, you so. do think that I'm really cute while I'm sleeping. Ashley writes, because of being pregnant, which normal activity, something that was never a big deal, has now become the most inconvenient? And then she also asked if you had any dreams about the baby, but I think we already covered that. Yeah. Uh, well, Karen has difficulty tying her shoes. I can no longer tie my shoes. Or putting on socks. Special socks. I like cannot the... put on my compression socks by myself. Mm -hmm. What are compression socks? They make it so that my uh, feet don't swell because I'm retaining a bunch of water. I see. So mm -hmm. they compress at the ankle, and they're really tight, and they go all the way up to and my on your knees. thighs. Huh. It's also good against varicose veins, or if you stand a lot, you would okay. wear these for that purpose. They're, so they're like orthopedic socks? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can also no longer shave my bikini area. Because you can't reach it? I can't see it. Mm. I can reach it. <laughs> so somebody else, somebody else could shave it. Yes, yeah. Or give you direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little I... more to the left. <laughs> oh, Sorry. That's going to be a problem My for life. the rest of your life. Um, I tried with a mirror, but it was not uh, successful. Oh, Jesus. I can't. I mean, I have a hard time even shaving in a mirror, even though that's the only way I've ever done it. So I guess <laughs> when no, you're I face don't. to face. To it. Uh, have you ever tried shaving in the shower? Just uh, by feel? Uh, yeah. No, it was terrible. Yeah, I don't like it. I was like super afraid that I was going to cut myself. And so I did a shitty job. And I think I would have done a shitty job anyway. Hmm. Uh, yeah. You know what I have been doing is shaving without any uh, shaving cream or any soap really? or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or razor. Yeah, <laughs> I've just been <laughs> I've just been gnawing the stubble off of my own face. Um, I don't know why, but I pictured you teaching the cat to eat your facial hair. Oh, that would be so great because then you could right. shave while you were asleep. <laughs> and I'm multitasking. It just comes and yeah. like licks and nibbles your facial mm -hmm. hair off. Oh, that'd be so cute. She would do it. We're she friends. would. She's quite loyal. Uh, no, it's it's easier. Uh, it's easier than I thought it would be. You just take a real hot shower and then you just go shave as though you were wearing shaving cream. Well, I call it wearing shaving cream. <laughs> I call it wearing a beard. Do you keep a shaving cream? Uh, okay, so uh, Talenze says, "What's the hardest part about being married to an artist, and how badly do you want to drink right now?" <laughs> Um, what's the hardest part about being married to an artist? Uh, I am also an artist and, um, I get to 
fake it a little bit more because I teach drawing and painting. So I have more of an outlet. But for Roy, I think the hardest thing is like knowing that he wants to make art and he doesn't have time to make it. And then anything that I put upon him is also taking time away from making art. So I don't know. It's like So it's that I'm angry and uh, yeah, it's upset. Yeah, he's angry and pissed off. He's an angsty, uh, depressed artist. So um, really a failure to, <laughs> to thoroughly understand his pain is the, the worst That's thing really to That's really what with. it comes yeah. down to is that I do not understand. And how are you dealing with the no drinking? Uh, it's been a bitch. It's like drinking's a serious coping mechanism of mine. Because you enjoy to drink. I mean, that's... Yeah, I love... A fucking drink and I that that's the biggest problem is I don't love a drink I love three to six drinks right and so I had to stop drinking completely because I, if I have one I want two and if I have two I want three and so on and so forth mm. and that's how a lot of people knew that you were <laughs> pregnant because you're going to things and it was not the having telltale drinks. sign that I was pregnant it, well, first they thought you might ale. be sick. <clears throat> yeah, instead of um, instead of alcohol. And... Well, also because you kept sending them those letters apologizing for things that you had done to them in the past. <laughs> Just working um, the steps. I'm very, very much looking forward to a drink. So how does that work? You you have to pump breast milk and then you can drink nonstop for it. You can go on like a 12-hour bender. <laughs> You're you're not really supposed to get past buzzed, and you're not supposed to breastfeed at all if you can feel the effects of the alcohol. So you're supposed to pump, and then drink a little bit, and then and then not pump for a while, and then right. you know use. I don't have a good sense of like what quantities are involved. Like how how many babies could you breastfeed? If I started breastfeeding five babies on day one, I could breastfeed five babies, okay. even so if they you weren't could, mine. So you could theoretically be pumping breast milk one-fifth of the time and just drunk the other four-fifths <laughs> of the time, and that would be enough breast milk for one baby. Well, mm -hmm. you your breasts will only provide as much milk as they think they need to. So, so you can um, trick them. You can trick them, which is what pumping is That's why they call doing. them boobs. So, um, All right. Do you want to change your answer about what the worst thing about being married to an artist is? The worst thing about being married to an artist is ridiculous puns and um You don't have really to be an artist to humor. do that. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. All right. Naming pieces. Giving punny, pieces, punny names to art pieces. Um, yeah. So when you're pumping, you are tricking your breast. Right. You know, so you're you're, I mean, you're so, telling your body that you have more babies than you do. So I feel like it takes, I don't know. So so like, let's say that you just had a baby and you were just breastfeeding it whenever it wanted to drink breast milk. How much actual time does the baby spend drinking milk from a breast? Is it like a lot? Two hours a day total? Is it more than two hours? Like, can, it, do, yeah, can pumps on the baby. suck harder than a baby? Yes. Like, so can you get it out faster? Can you and store some babies drink more than worth. other babies. And some women don't let a baby drink until the breast is drained. Because you can only get so much milk out of one breast at a time. And so um, some babies will drain both breasts at one sitting. And then just be super pissed. <laughs> and then be like, bring me some more ladies. <laughs> 
<laughs> but if you're pumping and breastfeeding, I don't know. I don't know what the hours are going to be. Every baby's different, you know. Um, a lot of babies just, you know, only drain one breast at a time. So then you can pump the other one into thinking that you're pro- providing twice as much milk as you need. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you cash that, that milk. And cash that milk. You know, okay. I don't. I don't milk know. into cash. I mean, I oh. suppose there's also, like, we turned out fine as formula babies. I mean, we, I mean me and people like me, <laughs> I guess. I am I stupid had, and very, sick all the time. I had very oh. little uh, breast milk. <clears throat> it turns out it was really difficult for, for my mother and very painful. So she would do as much as she could, which was usually maybe a month. Yeah, which is good because they and really the just need the formula. beginning stuff. They need mm-hmm. the colostrum. Yeah, that's really important. And that's gross. about it. This is disgusting. It is disgusting. Biology is gross, and people are gross. A baby's going to come out of my vagina. Yeah, I don't like thinking about that at all. Yeah. We watched a bunch of live births. Mm-hmm. I watched one the other day uh, on YouTube for some reason, and God damn it. It's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I just feel like maybe C-sections for everybody. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> just unnecessary surgery. I mean, what's worse? Like... One out of every thirty women dies because of an unneeded surgical procedure. But think of it, we've we have rescued twenty nine vaginas from being just ruined. <laughs> I'm really excited about they it. They go back. Yeah. I don't know. It, Ugh. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Horrible. Well, um, you know, I'm sure I'll hear stories. Uh, <laughs> I hope that I will not tell tuned. you stories <laughs> well, about I, would, my I probably wouldn't be hearing them from you. Okay. It's just, just a hunch. About about who would be telling me these stories? My mother, it's, my mother. Yeah, that's you. probably. It's probably gonna be my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> All right. Uh, ads plugs says, <laughs> um, almost to our goal on the Kickstarter for Word Realm. So thank you everybody Woo-hoo! who has taken the time to check it out and donate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's going thank pretty. You. It's going pretty good. I think this will probably be the last time we talk about it. Yeah, that we ads plugs be. it. So sorry about that. All the time. Mm-mm. Oh, fuck. Roy, we don't have the list. We're going to have to tell people how to get in touch with video games, Hot Dog. Oh, do you have the list? Yeah. Oh, man. How does one get in touch with, with uh, <laughs> Advice Hot Dog? At, uh, you, at, fuck, I don't remember. AdviceHotDog at gmail.com is who you email. Uh-huh. You go to advice.com slash Facebook, facebook.com slash AdviceHotDog uh, for whatever the fuck people do on Facebook. I don't know. Maybe that's tell Roy a thing. They ch- check their status. Show a picture of their cat's dick. <laughs> yeah, that is what Facebook <laughs> is normally used for. that cat? Yes. <laughs> and the cat would get huge boners when you when it was When uh, you would pet it. And, and then it would be disappointed. I thought it was San Catsio. San Catsio? It's like a South American <laughs> port. That's what I thought its name was. That's a pretty good name for a cat. Every time you would pet it, it would get a boner. This is my cat, Rio Cat Gennaro. (laughs) San Uh, Luis Ocatspo. I like that. You can also go to uh, Twitter and follow us there or send us some questions at Advice Hot Dog or give us a call at 769-218-9225 or send us a card or package. So I keep meaning to post that phone number to the asymmetric company Twitter uh, just because I think that would get us a handful of calls all at oh, once. Oh, sure. But I I don't know if we've actually set up a greeting on it or not. There and, is a greeting okay, on when it. When I call it from my phone, I just get the weird menu and I can't get to actually what it's like calling it from somebody else's phone. And I don't know anybody else who has a phone. 
Why oh, would it be okay. different from your phone than from anybody because else? Because it's set up it's on my, his set phone. up on my oh. number. So when I call it, it knows that I'm like trying to check the voicemail or whatever, and I don't even know. I mean, it's like what? I think there's a girl that lives with you that has a phone. What? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, only texts. <laughs> send us a card to Advice Hot Dog, PO Box four one seven seven four Mesa, Arizona eight five two seven four. Or you can also go to our website, which is advicehotdog.com, and see all of those links. One thing that you could do for a little while today was look at the Advice Hot Dog feed on iTunes and see the newest episode of Video Games Hot Dog that I fucked up and put in the wrong feed. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, I didn't see that. Really? But you know what? I'm not sorry to all of the people whose horizons were expanded by listening to one of our other fine Hot Dog Network podcasts. And it's it Ladies Week. It is. Well, nobody knows about that yet. Spoiler. I fucked that up. No, it's okay. Sorry. <clears throat> You can also they will. I'll, no, I'll probably post it before this goes live. Um, so yeah, that's going to be fun for everybody. It is Ladies Week, and mm-hmm. literally all of the ladies of the Hot Dog Network have been accounted for on mm-hmm. a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'd do at, that at one point. once a once a week, once a cycle, <laughs> once per baby. <laughs> you can probably handle that workload. Uh, All right, Roy. Before we uh, before we head out of here, how about a stinger? Yes, we have a stinger. Who sent in this stinger, or did you just make it up? Just made it up. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that first name. Polar, uh, Polar or Faye. So, so that thinking, is Amy Polar or uh, Tina Faye. Vault Polar or... <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Amy Polar had a kid and named it Vault? Vault? <laughs> she has but... two babies. I, I don't think so. What are they I named? I don't know what her babies are named. Huh, they're probably ridiculous names. And then that kid went to the Olympics but decided to throw the shot put. <laughs> uh, so I'm a big fan of Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler is the blonde woman. Was she mm-hmm. like on Mad TV? No, no. She no. was, was on also on SNL. SNL. Was she? She did the she news. She Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And she is Leslie Nope on Parks and Recreation. Was she the drama teacher on Wet Hot American Summer? Yes, Ooh. she was. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. She is the second worst thing about Wet Hot American Summer. The first being? The crafts teacher lady whose mm. name I don't remember. It's one of the other fucking... Molly Shannon. I yeah. think Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. Mm-hmm. Boy, is that shit really? wow, just you do not, not like her. funny at all. How do you all. feel about Anna Gasteyer? Uh, which one's Anna Gasteyer? She's actually not in Wet Hot American Summer. No, I'm just but is she the, the SNL lady. Is she the Mexican girl who was in Idiocracy? No, that's no, Maya Rudolph. that's Maya Rudolph. Okay, because I kind of like her. I like her, too. Oh, I thought you didn't like her. I don't remember. I probably I, I thought you were disgusted by her face. Uh, well, I, I am a little disgusted by her face, now, but I mean, but I'm you also think kind of she's disgusted funny. by Will Ferrell's face, yeah. and I think he's funny. Okay. Anna so Gasteyer is the one who sings with Will, Will Ferrell as the junior high um, like music teachers of Yeah, that Altadini do concerts. School, and they do concerts of pop songs. Uh, that are usually yeah, it's somewhat right. strange keyboard operatic okay. renditions. Yeah, I'm not right. not. I'm sure I would it's recognize okay. her if I saw her. But Tina Fey, Tina Fey rules. Okay, I so need to read her book. I would have said pants. Tina Fey, but after <laughs> watching a few seasons of uh, Parks and Rec, I think I might vote Polar. Oh yeah, yeah. She has that uh, crazy dangerous animal look. Yeah. Okay. She, she was pretty mm-hmm. dangerous and crazy in uh, in uh, Arrested Development. 
Was she in Arrested Development? Yeah, Who she was, was she like the that? army. She was in the army. <laughs> oh, and yes, she's of course. Like, in which she's, Job's when she gets married to Job, and yeah. that's who she's married to in real life. That's who she has those kiddos No, Will with. Arnett. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she. So their names um, would be Vault Arnett. So that's probably not as good. No, that's probably you not Might as keep good. the polar. I don't know. Does she let or the Arnett seal polar? loose? Or there's something about the loose seal at that time when that she's the one who lets the seal loose. I don't know. No, uh, I mean Job is. That show again. But that show is so good. Anyhow, excellent ex-wife, right? I vote Tina Fey wrote, wrote Arrested Development as another. <laughs> I wish uh, that was true. Um, I say Tina Fey, but I say Leslie Nope. I pose this to Roy as Leslie Nope versus Lisa, uh, versus Liz Lemon. Uh, for their characters on television, and I really like Amy Poehler's character on TV. But if I had to, you know, hang out with or have sex with, I would pick Tina Fey. Really? Yeah. Mm. Did Tina Fey get that scar removed? No. No. I, that, love that scar. I feel like I keep seeing face. pictures of her without it. Really? really? Yeah. So they're either photoshopped or fudged over. That's what they call it, right? Yeah. When you fudge. Fudge, fudge this a little, please. Fudge, fudge over around a, the corner. You fudge over a scar. Yeah. <laughs> Well, all right. I've been Zach. I've I've been Corinne. I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog. (laughs) 